Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Down to the 15, 10, 5, and touchdown, Edison Chargers. The snap, the hold, the kick is up. Does it have room? It does, and it is good. Are you kidding me? On the screen, he breaks a tackle down to the 30, to the 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Tigers. And I don't see any flags. Dugout back line by Stang. Back over. Dugout by Yoder this time. Now over for Brooks. Tips. And Monroe wins it. Snap to C.J. Stroud. Hans Henderson running up to the wow. Rutgers 40. To the Rutgers 30. And he's gone to the 10, to the 5, and end zone. Touchdown, Travion Henderson. Swung on, hammered to deep right. There she goes. Gone. Jose Ramirez. Does it again. Why don't you do something with your life? <laughs> Sit around here all day. You contribute nothing to society. It's now time for the Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Bellevue Hospital, Baldev's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Domino's Pizza, and Westside Sunoco on the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Locker Room Show. Just a minute after 9 o'clock, Josh Bowman here with you along with my buddy Mark Lane. How you doing this morning, Mark? Oh, always great to, to be uh, working with you, Josh. Yeah. That's for sure. All right. We got a great show planned for everybody today. Going to talk a lot of high school sports, high school football. Going to talk a little high school soccer this morning, too. I guess football. Foosball. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're going to talk that. We're going to talk Cavs basketball today, too, with our buddy Tim Alcorn and our own uh, Cammie Moon from K96 going to check in from uh, this big event going on to benefit the Max and Soviak Foundation in uh, Berlin Heights uh, this morning. Uh, dog Walk. Uh, Tango's Trot, it's what it's called. So. Yeah, the, the, you, we can actually say uh, on Saturday morning, Berlin Heights is going to the dogs. <laughs> it is, but in a good way. <laughs> in a good way, that's right. <laughs> so uh, with us right now, though, Ty Stevenson, Western Reserve football coach. Uh, good morning, Ty. How you doing today? Morning, guys. Really good today. Doing good. Uh, you guys uh, want, pitched a shutout last night against Mapleton? We did, 31 nothing. Uh, all our kids were really locked in with a great week of practice. Uh, I thought it carried over very well to Friday night. Uh, our, you know, our guys, especially defensively, really locked in on the keys. Um, I thought we played really hard. It was definitely the best outing we've had so far this year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, let's talk about, uh, you know, your defense there, but how about your offense last night? You guys, uh, putting up 31 points. Uh, who led the way for you offensively last night? We did. I thought, you know, our offensive line was phenomenal last night. Uh, Logan Wiggle ran the ball really hard at over 100 yards. Uh, Brett Gross ran it really hard. I don't know exactly what his yardage was, but I know he had three touchdowns. Uh, you know, and then Connor Dawson ran it well. And then we, we had a couple of big plays from Chris Bikini in the passing game as well. So I thought everything just kind of came together. And, and you know, Mason's a pretty good football team. And I thought, you know, we, we had a great week of preparation like we talked about before, and, and it was paid off for us. Hey, Coach, this is Mark Lane. Uh, I, I know that you've got to be feeling really good. I got a chance to see uh, Mapleton against St. Paul and uh, they're really a good football team. They gave uh, the Flyers a lot of challenges, and uh, that young quarterback is really something else. Yeah, you know, the Klein kid plays quarterback for me. He's a great passer, great runner. 
Uh, he does a great job, you know, commanding their system. They, Coach Stafford does a great job with their, their schemes that they run, kind of those pistol wing teams, a lot of motion, and a lot of, you know, they call it eye candy where things are moving around and they're trying to have some counter, counters on you. So, no, I thought our guys did a great job of reading things that they needed to read and kind of taking care of some of that stuff. Yeah, Mapleton, a uh, pretty high-powered offense, too. Uh, they put up, what, 30-some points against St. Paul, I believe, in, in a shootout, kind of, <laughs> uh, this uh, past week. And uh, for your offense pitching a shutout against that Mapleton team, I think uh, your defense pitching a shutout against that Mapleton team, I, I think, says a lot about where your team is at right now. Well, shutouts earned them some Dunkin' Donuts, and they had to go buy some Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> this morning, so they got to do that. So it's always kind of fun, do a little shout-out to the Morog Dunkin' Donuts, so... Yeah, you know, it was just a, a really good team effort. Our linebackers really, really played well. Our D-line held, you know, held the gas and needed to hold. In one of those passing situations, our, our DBs did a good job of stepping up and getting it done. Talking with Western Reserve head football coach Ty Stevenson here in the locker room show. Josh Bowman, Mark Lane here with you. And uh, you guys, I believe, what, have St. Paul coming up next? We do, yeah. It was St. Paul Friday night at our place. So there you go. Uh uh, I know everything probably has been said that can be said about St. Paul and John Livengood, but what are your thoughts about uh, this year's St. Paul team? Uh, it's it's another classic Coach Livengood team that you know they're going to run the ball right at you, and they're going to force you to try to stop that. Excuse me, and they're they're going to play really good fundamental defense, and you know they're they're going to play hard, and, and their guys are going to get off the football, um, and you know they're not going to give you anything easy. You're going to have to work for every every inch that you get. Um, so it's exciting. You know, we've had three great games three years in a row, and you know we're hoping that we can we can compete with them again this year. Looking forward to it. I know uh, that game will be on, I believe, ninety five three WLKR here uh, coming up next Friday night. I'll be there with Brock Manlet on the call for that one. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, congratulations on the win, Ty, and uh, you know, good run of games for you right now. Uh, uh, ha- have a good game against St. Paul, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Ty Stevenson there, Western Reserve head football coach. And impressive win last night over Mapleton, who, who's been putting up a lot of points lately. Yeah, Mapleton uh, really challenged the uh, Flyers. And, you know, they're one of the upper-level teams this year with Crestview and uh, Western Reserve. They're saying, hey, we belong up there, too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So there you go, folks. Uh, Ty Stevenson joined, joining us right there from Western Reserve. Uh, we had a chance, folks, since we got a few minutes here, we, we got a chance, uh, yesterday, uh, to, well, I had a chance, Martin, <laughs> I had a chance to talk to, uh, uh, Wes Sellers, the Norwalk Boys soccer coach. They're having a tremendous season. They're unbeaten in the Lake Division right now. I believe seven and two, seven, two and one overall right now, their record. And uh, we had a chance to talk to him, and let's go ahead and play that conversation back for you. And then we'll be back, uh, with more of the uh, high school football scores that will run those down coming up as well here. Here's Wes Sellers. Here in the Locker Room Show with Norwalk Boys soccer coach Wes Sellers. Glad to have him with us here, and thanks for joining us, Coach. Appreciate it. Uh, how long have you been head coach there at Norwalk? Uh, this will be my second year. Last year would have been my first. How did the first year go for you? Uh, pretty good. Um, I know that before me with Coach Kajowski, they graduated quite a bit of seniors, so we were fairly young last year with um, about seven to eight freshmen playing minutes on varsity, and um, we only graduated one senior going into this season, so we knew we had a lot of experience back. So last year we were about 500 range. Um, I think we ended up eight, seven, and two, and uh, this year we're off to a much better start. 
Yeah, let, let's talk about this season, Coach. Uh, seven two and one, I see, and six zero oh, and one in conference play. Uh, kind of give us a little recap of your season and uh, what has uh, you know led to this uh, good season so far. Well, I think we had a lot of buying in the off season. Um, a large majority of the kids came to stuff all spring and beginning of summer. So we started well. We went to Clear Fork and the weather shortened game, but. Clear Fork's usually a pretty good team in our district, and we won that game and then traveled to Ontario, who's typically them and Leicester, the two main teams in our district and just in the area of being high-level soccer programs, and got down to them 3-0 to zero going into halftime and um, scored a goal right before half and then came out in the second half and tied it up 3-3 and gave up a goal in the last eight minutes on a corner kick and that was a tough one to lose, but I think that kind of showed the boys where we could compete with those higher-level programs, and we've kind of just ridden that momentum through league play and um, kind of where we're at right now. Uh, tell us about your team this year, uh, kind of the uh, makeup of your team and some of your top players. So we have, out of our 20 kids, and unfortunately we didn't have enough to have a JV team, but out of our 20 kids, we have nine kids that are seniors, so we're a pretty experienced group. Um, we've returned around 15 letter winners from last year, so um, we've got a lot of experience back with that. Right now, we have every kid on our varsity, except for one, has scored a goal in varsity action, so that's pretty neat. I don't know how many um, teams can say that, so we've been pretty good at spreading the wealth. Our leading goal scorer right now is Cameron Shoup. Um, he's uh, been playing for four years, starting for four years, so he's pretty lethal up top. And our second leading goal scorer has 10 goals this year, Eric Negretti. And um, I've kind of moved him around to some different spots to kind of see if we can um, keep him on the move and not allow teams to focus in on him because he was our leading goal scorer last year. And so I think we've had a little more team success this year by moving some kids around than we did last year. Wes Sellers here with us, Norwalk Boys soccer coach, and uh, let's talk about uh, uh, the SBC Lake Division there. Uh, conference play looks like it's going pretty good for you, unbeaten so far, 6-0-1. Uh, talk about uh, the SBC Lake and the competition in it. So it's kind of tiered, it seems, this year, with um, Sandusky and Tiffin and Clyde being fairly young programs, and I think they're struggling to get numbers. So those three teams um, have tried to cobble together teams, but I know we've played a couple times where they weren't sure if they are going to have enough kids playing, and we just played some Dusky, and they had a couple kids out with concussions, so they're kind of struggling there. But I think the top, Vermillion, us, and Perkins are all fairly equal in terms of um, talent and we played Vermillion and Perkins and tied Perkins, and obviously right now until someone proves otherwise, Perkins is who you got to go through to win the league. So um, we play Vermillion next week, and we beat them, but we got to go to their place, and we know they'll want to um, get us back, so that'll be a tough game. And then Perkins on October 3rd will hopefully be uh, still playing for a league title at that time. But I think Vermillion, Perkins, and us are pretty good competition, and then uh, the other three are still trying to kind of rebuild and reload from uh, season's past. 
Now, Coach, uh, let's talk about your goals for this season. Kind of, you know, how has that been going? The the goals maybe you set for your team early on, and uh, the expectations. Uh, uh, have the have you met those? And uh, you know, going forward, uh, what, what are your goals here uh, as you head into postseason play later on? I think we're we haven't met any of the goals yet, but I think we're on our way to doing those. I obviously it's the start of the year. I, um, the kids and myself, wanted to be in the mix for the league championship and try to win the league championship this year. So we're in, putting ourselves in good position for that, at least through the first half of league play. And um, we also set a goal that we'd like to try to make a district final. So that would require us to get a pretty good seed come when the district draw happens, which so far we've, I think, put ourselves in a good position for that. So those were our two main team goals going into the season, and we're right on track to do those things if we continue doing what we've been doing. You kind of mentioned it a little bit earlier on, uh, Wes. Uh, what does is, what is your uh, future schedule look like here in the next week or so? So um, we play Clyde on Monday, and then we play Perkins Vermillion back-to-back, and then we play Oak Harbor, Huron, and Edison to end the year. So Huron I know is pretty good. Um, uh, friends with their coach and he's been keeping me posted on what their records look like so that'll be a good test so probably our next few will kind of really show us where we're at going into the tournament in terms of where we need to be to compete and reach that goal again to a district final all right it was good to talk to you Wes. we'll go ahead and let you go thanks for joining us here this morning on the locker room show uh glad to get the word out about how how well uh, the norwalk boys soccer program is doing here this year and Again, thanks for joining us, and best of luck the rest of the way, okay? Yep, thank you. Thanks for reaching out. All right, that was Wes Sellers, the head boy soccer coach at Norwalk. We'll take a break. All right, folks, when we come back, we're going to talk some Cavs basketball with Tim Alcorn. Mark Lane's wide open at the free throw line. Can he hit it? Whoosh! He did. <laughs> we'll be right back with Tim Alcorn after this here on The Locker Room Show. Stick around. The Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. Here at Smiley Automotive, we aren't all about the cliches. So with the fall seasons approaching, we aren't going to tell you that you can fall into savings at Smiley Automotive. Even though you will. We aren't going to tell you that Smiley Automotive can save you time and money. Even though you can. We aren't going to tell you that Smiley Automotive makes car buying simple. Even though we do. (laughs) Okay, maybe we do have a few cliches, but they are all true. Come see why Smiley Automotive's customers always leave our dealership with a smile on their face. Smiley Automotive, making car buying simple. Domino's carry-out deal means you can carry out three topping pizzas for $7.99 each when you order online. That's right, $7.99 each every day. Just in case there's any confusion, we've set up a helpful website to confirm if today's a day you can carry out three topping pizzas for $7.99 each at Domino's. Just go to HowAboutToday.com to find out if Domino's online carry-out deal is valid today. Spoiler alert, it is. 
Carry out only and online only. Select this offer. Charges may vary. Excludes XL and specialty pizzas. Crust availability varies by size. Local store may charge extra for toppings and sauces. Are you dreaming of something greater? A college degree, job skills, a rewarding career. The Ohio Army National Guard can help you get the education you need to land the career you've always wanted. The Ohio National Guard Scholarship Program could pay 100% of your college tuition. You're eligible for the scholarship as soon as you enlist. Learn more about the many benefits that come with serving in the Ohio Army National Guard. Visit NationalGuard.com today. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Swung out in line, deep left field, down the line, gone! Oscar Gonzalez with a laser beam down the left field line! The Guardians take on the Rangers tomorrow afternoon at 2.35. Airtime for Guardians warm-up from Texas, 2.05. This is your home for Cleveland Guardians baseball, 95.3 WLKR. We have a Fireland's Conference Clash in our next Steinolson and Stang CPA's High School Volleyball Match of the Week on 92.9 WLKR Classic. We'll bring you St. Paul at Western Reserve with pre-match coverage at 5.45 and first ball at 6 p.m. It's presented by Steinolson and Stang CPA's in Norwalk. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. Every dig, set, and big swing. All here on 92.9 WLKR Classic. You know what they say. Fool me once, strike one. But fool me twice, strike three. You're listening to The Locker Room Show on the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Welcome back here to the Locker Room Show, folks. 918 the time and 59 degrees outside. A little chill in the air. It means uh, we're at high school football uh, week six and also means it's almost time for Cavaliers basketball. How about that? And with us right now, the radio voice of the Cavs, our good buddy Tim Alcorn. Good morning, Tim. How's it going for you this morning? Oh, it's going well. Great to be with you guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, Tim. Of course, I ran into you in Norwalk uh, last this uh, this past week uh, as you were uh, at the uh, Rotary meeting there, uh, talking to some clients and uh, just talking some Cavs basketball. And you know, Tim, uh, that, that that talk about the season and the players and everything that you know uh, could take place here for the Cavs this season just really got me fired up, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, uh, a great big thank you to the radio station, WLKR, and, of course, uh, station manager Bill Forthover and the staff and uh, the folks from Rotary that were able to attend on Monday. I had a great time. and As you just alluded to, uh, I'm excited. I think a lot of folks are excited about this upcoming Cavs season. Uh, as if we weren't energized enough coming off that 44-win year last season and all the expectations that were there, and then the addition of Donovan Mitchell, and that just took it to a whole nother level. So, yeah, to say we're ready to go would be a very minor understatement. We're really excited about this season. Yeah, expectations, Tim, are, you know, pretty high now with Donovan Mitchell. Just kind of talk about, you know, what that acquisition just means. You know, I, 
I know uh, it's you know probably uh, set the league. Uh, you know uh, the league is now looking at the Cavs as you know one of the uh, you know I wouldn't say top tier Eastern Conference team, but a team that uh, you know can be a force to be reckoned with in the Eastern Conference. Well, I think the acquisition of Donovan Mitchell has moved the Cavs up the ladder. Now, I'm not going to say they're at the top rung, but I think most people thought throughout the NBA that the Cavaliers coming into the season before the acquisition of Donovan Mitchell uh, may have been close to that same spot they were last year, uh, perhaps a sixth seed or a seventh seed, and uh, either getting one of the bottom seeds in the Eastern Conference or being involved again in that play-in tournament. Once the acquisition of Donovan Mitchell happened, uh, the Cavs moved up a few spots. Again, I'm not saying they're at the Boston level or the Milwaukee level, but I think now, as, in fact, I just got back from some NBA meetings this week in New York and, and talking to other folks around the league, uh, there's a perception that now the Cavs might be in that top four or five in the Eastern Conference. Uh, it was a move that not only kind of sent a thunderbolt through the Cleveland market and through Cavs fans, but it really shocked the NBA. It was a blockbuster deal and to bring a guy in of Donovan Mitchell's caliber. It just elevates your basketball team. Talking with Tim Alcorn here, Cavs radio voice, and uh, Cavs preseason here, Tim, getting going here real shortly. And what, training camp opens up next week, right? That is correct. Uh, we'll have our big media day on Monday where uh, – all the folks from the media get to come in and do some interviews and, you know, kind of get some sound and all that good thing. And then the, uh, the training camp for the players will actually open up on Tuesday. They've been working out quite a bit during the off season, but the official training camp under J.B. Bickerstaff's tutelage will start on Tuesday. And then that first exhibition game, October 5th, will be in Philadelphia to take on the 76ers. And then the regular season will start Wednesday, October 19th, up in Toronto, when the Cavs will be taking on the Raptors. Hey, Tim, this is this is Mark Lane, and uh, I know that uh, you, one of the exciting things about the Cavs that we saw last year was with Kevin Lowe buying into to his role uh, with the Cavs now. But this has got to be exciting in the fact that we have an all-star on the team, and yet it's such a young team. He's like, what, 26? <laughs> well, there's no doubt about that. And uh, the first part of your question uh, was so important to that team's success last year. Kevin Love uh, could have been disgruntled. He could have uh, perhaps made some waves with media members and the like that, you know, listen, I really don't think this will bought into that role and he really so for Kevin Love, uh, I think they have found uh, where he will be at his optimal performance level, coming off the bench 20, 25 minutes per game, uh, knocking down some three balls, and it's real nice to have that type of veteran coming off your bench. And, of course, with the acquisition of Donovan Mitchell, uh, now kind of flying under the radar is the reacquisition of Ricky Rubio, of course, Everybody saw how the Cavs played last year uh, when Ricky Rubio was in the lineup, and I don't think it's any coincidence that Darius Garland's game really elevated last year. And Ricky Rubio had a lot to do with that, the tutelage that he offered to DG. So uh, Ricky won't be back until after the first of the year. That's fine. Cavs aren't going to rush him. 
Uh, they need him for the stretch run and hopefully for postseason. So, uh, but now you've got Rubio and Love again coming off the bench. Uh, the starting five, four of the five spots are pretty much solidified. There'll be a battle for the small forward spot. It could be a Coro. It could be Levert. Could even be a, a Dean Wade. But whoever doesn't get the starting position, they will add to the depth coming off the bench. So uh, this team's pretty solid, and uh, they're going to be ready to compete. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, Tim, uh, I was just going to ask you about the depth of this team. It, it is uh, tremendous. Uh, probably compares to some of the top teams around, probably uh, one of the top uh, deepest teams in the NBA right now. Absolutely. And I mentioned Ricky Rubio coming back, uh, another offseason move that the Cavs made. It's certainly, again, flying under the radar, but it's big. Uh, they signed Robin Lopez to be a backup big man to Jared Allen. And Jared was lost uh, for those final 20 games down the stretch. It really impacted uh, the starting five and so forth, and they really didn't have that guy to step in. And, and not that Robin Lopez is an all-star caliber center like Jared Allen, but uh, he can fill in and give you some quality minutes. So they've added to the bench. And when you look at where they are situated right now, as you said, and I alluded to earlier, uh, they should be in that, that upper tier of the Eastern Conference. All right, Tim, uh, we'll go ahead and let you go here. I know you're a busy guy today and uh, getting ready for uh, you know Media Day and everything on Monday. Uh, I'll be there. I'll make an appearance at Media Day with uh, the captain, Chris Morgan, here from 95.3. So uh, have a good weekend, Tim, and we'll, we'll see you on Monday, okay? I appreciate it. And, of course, uh, Caversation on WLKR starts next week. So looking forward to that as well. You guys have been a great Cavalier affiliate over the years. So look forward to partnering with you and everybody out in the Norwalk area again this season. All right. Thanks, Tim. Uh, take care, and we'll see you, all right? Sounds great. Thanks, guys. All right. Tim Alcorn there, Cavs radio voice and good buddy to the station. And uh, he has signed on to do a high school basketball game again this year with me. Don't know exactly which game it's going to be yet, but we have the date and everything, so we'll keep you updated on that. Because Tim was calling high school football, I should have asked him. He did a game last night, I believe, uh, on our sister's channel, uh, WEOL in Illyria, as of course uh, he spent uh, several years there uh, as a you know sports director and uh, station manager, things like that. Uh, Tim's such a good guy and such a hard worker, and he's. Still has the passion for high school sports, too. Well, yeah, and, you know, we knew Tim back before he was the Cavs announcer <laughs> when he was just doing all kinds of high school sports. Now he used to go down to spring training and do uh, tribe games. He you did? Know, uh, during spring training, and I think that's where he kind of got the notice at the national level, per se. But And he's following right in the footsteps of the legend that he replaced in, in Joe Tate. Uh, Joe was always great with... Uh, us and Joe would uh, he would do uh, well he did Mount Union football he did and and he would always try to come down and at least do one basketball game with us on WLKR yeah so uh, uh, yeah Tim such a good guy and uh, we're you know, we're fortunate to you know be friends with him and you know we got that inside look at the Cavs now from uh, from a guy that's there following the Cavs every day and uh, yeah Tim uh, 
you know, doing a tremendous job with the Cleveland Cavaliers. So yeah, media day, folks. Uh, we'll we'll see if we can uh, you know snag a few interviews on media day on Monday. Chris and I are going to go there. Then there's a little uh, mixer they're calling it for the radio network people on us Monday night too. Yeah, in fact, I was talking about baseball. Tim was actually doing the state high school. Baseball, he was that championships, a- and and that same weekend, then he also uh, filled in doing uh, some tribe games. Yeah, he filled in for Tom Hamilton. Uh, did uh, did a road trip in Colorado and the L.A. Dodgers. So, yes, yeah, pretty cool gig <laughs> right there, huh? I remember uh, me and uh, Nick Hurst were calling baseball games, the Edison uh, yes. State games, and we ran into Tim there in Akron, and he told us all about the, his. Uh, Filling in on the Cleveland uh, Guardian side of things. So pretty cool right there. Pretty cool. Let's see if we can. Yeah, let's talk some Guardians baseball. They picked up a nice win last night, 6-3 to three over the Texas Rangers. Let's go ahead, folks, and play you back a few highlights from that one. And uh, my wife's favorite player on the Guardians, Josh Naylor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let, let's one of my favorites, too. Let's listen to one of his highlights. The pitch. And Naylor sends one in the air high, deep to right. It is off the wall. In to score is Quan. Ramirez is into third. And Naylor ties it up at 2-2 with a double off the wall in right field. And Josh Naylor off a left-hander, no less. And the Guardians have come roaring back off Taylor Hearn out of the bullpen to quickly tie this ballgame. So Josh Naylor, boy, what a road trip he is having as... He is down his last 17 at-bats, gone 8 for 17 with two homers and seven RBIs. There you go, of course, Tom Hamilton on the call there. Uh, how about the new rookie in town for the guards, Will Brennan, Mark? Uh, how about him? Huh? Yeah, yeah, we, we were talking about it before we went on the air, and, and that was really gutsy the other night in that big Chicago series that he became the 16th rookie for Cleveland <laughs> to start a game this year. To make year. his debut this year. Yes, yeah, yes yeah. to make his debut. And, <laughs> and he had a, a, he had an unbelievable uh, catch, you know, trying to compete with Straw in center field. <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he had some hits. And, uh, you know, it, 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 was just, uh, it was just awesome. But th- that's the kind of uh, confidence that Tito has in, in those kids. And, and they don't know any better. No, they, they don't. They, they just – they literally – Play it one game at a time. Let's hear one of uh, Will Brennan's highlights last night. The pitch to him, and he sends a line drive to center. That's another hit. Scoring is Gonzalez. Jimenez coming home. Throw to the plate up the third baseline. Gets away from Ploiecki. Backed up by Hearn as sliding in safely as Jimenez. And Will Brennan is making a statement that come postseason, he's got to be in the lineup. A two-run single to center to Guardians have now erupted for five runs in the inning. All right, well, Brennan there, big, big game last night. Uh, that was a two-RBI hit for him last night. And now let's let's go to the ninth. Fast forward to the ninth inning. Emmanuel Classe gets in there. Things get a little interesting in the ninth inning. The bases were loaded with two outs in a 6-3 uh, Guardians lead in, in, in the ball game. So let's hear the final play of the game. Classe brings the hands up and he lets it fly. Swung and drilled on the ground up the middle. Club by Jimenez flips to second for the out. Ball game. And the Guardians' magic number is down to three. They beat Texas 6-3. to three. 
while the Chicago White Sox lose again. And Cleveland now, with a magic number of three, can clinch this division championship here in Texas this weekend. Guardians with a five-run sixth when they had five consecutive hits to take the lead. And then able to hold off Texas, although it was not easy. Six to three, the Guardians keep winning. How about that, as Tom Hamilton would say? Yes. <laughs> How about that? You know, and, and and we have to thank the Motor City Kitties because they're completely out of it. But yet, uh, you know, they they beat the the Chai Sox uh, last <laughs> night, and, and I really we were talking about it. But I think that the air went out of the sails of the White Sox Tuesday night when that game went 11 innings in Chicago and uh, the Guardians came out in front. And after that, it was like they weren't even there. Yeah, it's like they turned the lights out. I don't, yeah. yeah. So there you go, folks. Uh, some highlights from the Guardians. Our next Guardians broadcast will not be tonight. We'll have Ohio State football tonight against Wisconsin. 6 o'clock pregame, 7.30 kickoff. But tomorrow could be a clinching day tomorrow, and we'll have it here on WLKR Guardians at Texas, 205 pregame, 235, folks, for first pitch tomorrow. And we'll take a break here in the Locker Room Show. When we come back, more high school football talk. The game I was at last night, South Central Monroeville. South Central came out on top, 28-21. Their head coach, Corey Fickeisen, will join us next here. Mark Lane, Josh Bowman with you on the Locker Room Show. Stay with us. In this ever-changing world, there's one thing you can depend on. A great deal from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Their used car inventory is always changing, too, with a great selection of cars, trucks, and SUVs. Schaefer Danhoff has easy financing options for just about any credit situation. Visit SchaeferDanhoff.com and use their Customize Your Deal tool and calculate a payment in four easy steps. That's Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep, Route 224 in Willard, the easiest place to buy a vehicle from start to finish. We take pride in what you stand on. That's why your best choice is Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We suck. That's right. We suck out 98.5% of the water, leaving your carpets practically dry. At Baldoff's, we strive to leave your carpets as dry as possible. And also, are you getting sick of scrubbing your tile and grout? Our enclosed pressure washing system will renew your beautiful tile. Call Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning for all your floor care needs at 668-4665. Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. In Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown York dealerships. York Heating and Air conditioning units deliver you the perfect temperature efficiently and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. Voting can change our world. It can shape my neighborhood. Voting is about our future. Voting matters. But I can't vote. Nope, neither can I. I'm too young. Same. So to all the grown-ups, it's up to you. Our future depends on it. Register to vote. Get registered. We need you. Visit VoteOhio.gov to register online for the November 8th election. Sponsored by Ohio Secretary of State Frank LaRose. Aired by the OAB and this station. Oh, yeah. 
The Morning Show with Melissa and Johnny S. For now, Pepsi sending kits with the three sodas to 2,000 winners who share how they s'more on Instagram or Twitter. Share how they s'more? What does that mean? I don't know. Are you supposed to take a picture of yourself making a s'more or... I don't know, Johnny. I don't know how this works. It's it probably is just random if you just share the hashtags and it's, I don't think <laughs> the content has to be good. I hope not. I'm known for that. <laughs> for not having good content? Exactly. <laughs> Every weekday morning from 6 to 10 on 95.3 WLKR. And the Buckeyes from the 50 will operate with Stroud, slinging it down the left side of the field. Smith and Jigba got it to the 20 of Utah. Down the sideline to the 10 and drags a defender in the end zone for a touchdown. Jackson, Smith and Jigba. This is the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. Conference play gets underway as Ohio State hosts the Wisconsin Badgers. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 6 p.m. here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Your on County's home for Ohio State football is 95.3 WLKR. You're lucky you're not cursed with this charisma. You're listening to The Locker Room Show on the Sports Voice of the Firelands, 95.3 WLKR. All right, folks, back here on The Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman along with Mark Lane with you until 10 o'clock this morning. And, of course, uh, high school football week six going on. And our game that was here on 95-3 last night was South Central against Monroeville. And South Central getting the road win 28-21. With us, Coach Corey Fickeisen of the Trojans. Good morning, Corey. And you got to be feeling good uh, pulling out a win last night on the road in conference play. Morning, guys. Thanks for having us. Um, yeah, I mean, anytime that you can go on the road in the finals conference and get a win, um, it, it's, a, it's a big deal and it's a good thing. Um, we didn't, we didn't play that well at times. Um, we had a ton of penalties, you know, it felt like three or four touchdowns taken off the board, a bunch of big plays taken, taken back. So, you know, some of those things, especially with high school kids, the momentum flips and, uh, we let them get a little bit of that momentum and stick around. But, um, you know, we're proud of our guys for battling, you know, throughout the whole game and, and you know, a, a floppy win feels a lot better than a loss. Yeah, and, and I think uh, one of the keys in your game last night, like you said, some of those penalties, uh, you know, the, pulled back some of your touchdowns, uh, two or three touchdowns last night, as you said. But you guys still stayed in that ball game and kept within, you know, a touchdown or so. And uh, where when the momentum did flip, when it did for you guys, uh, you were right there and uh how about uh, that drive that you had to basically end the ball game with about three minutes left? Uh, uh, Brandon Mitchell throwing to Adams in the end zone, a uh, three-yard play. Uh, that was, was pretty exciting football last night. Yeah, of course. Uh, we were, I think we are close to about 250 rushing on the ground, which really isn't us all the time. Um, but they, they really wanted to spread it out defensively um, and try to take away our pass. So, you know, our guys up front, um, really paved the way last night for our two backs and then Mitchell uh, to be able to run the ball really effectively and um, control the clock and control the game and then go score touchdowns when we needed to. So we're especially proud of those guys up front for for kind of taking that new role on. Hey, Coach, this is Mark Lane. Taking a look, uh, we talked before the season started about the uh, balance in the Firelands Conference this year. But I think last night was just another example of where you can't sleepwalk through any of your games in the Firelands Conference because uh, on any given Friday night, any of the teams can win. Oh, 100%. 
And, and we talk with our kids about that each week. Of you know, it's a new week, and this is our only focus. Um, but you're dealing with with kids, you know, 14 to 18 year old kids, and, and especially when you start to talk about momentum and, and good things and bad things happening throughout a night, it only takes a couple. It only takes a couple good things to really get your kids going, and it only takes a couple negative things uh, to get the other team going, or for your kids to uh, not play as well as they probably could. So. You know, and that's the the cool thing about high school sports is these kids and seeing them overcome some of those things and continue to battle and continue to fight. Um, so, you know, we're proud of them for being able to do that last night and coming out with a win. Corey Fickeisen, head football coach at South Central, with us right now. A win over uh, Monroeville last night on the road. Uh, you guys now three and three. Uh, let's talk about uh, uh, Hagen Adams last night. What a game he had, uh, both offensively and defensively for you. I think one of the turning points last night was definitely that pick six, and Monroeville, you know, threw that ball over the middle. If that catch is made by Monroeville, that could have been a huge play in that ball game. But Adams stepped in front of it and took it to the house from about 40 yards out, and kind of flipped the momentum right there for you guys, don't you think? Oh, 100 percent, and. Right before that, we had a drive where we were kind of driving the ball, and Mitchell has a nice run up the middle and fumbles. Um, and you could feel it with a couple of our kids where that momentum was just kind of taken away, and you could feel the energy on their side. Um, but like you're saying, that, that play right there quite possibly could determine the outcome of the game just because of the momentum swing. Um, you know, we get that pick six, we go score, and then we kind of are alive again. And, you know, some of our mistakes that had happened previously, now our kids feel a little bit relieved. Okay, let's move on and let's go keep playing. So absolutely a huge play. Yeah, and Coach, you, you talk about momentum. Marsh Field is one of those places where the crowd is right there, right there at the field. There's no track separating you. And, and that has a big, that, that can have a big effect on uh, big plays in the game. Of course, it's it's such a cool place to play, a cool venue. Uh, we've been fortunate enough. Now, our seniors have never played over there because with the COVID year and all of the weird stuff that's been going on the past couple of years, the last time they played there, they were in junior high. You know, So it was a new environment for, for our whole entire team. None of them had ever played over there in a varsity football game. So it, it's it's a really cool environment, but it's also a really tough place to play. Great tradition over there. Um, and like you're saying, everyone's right there. It's compact. It's a cool Friday night, small town football feel. Um, and to go over there and be able to pull out a win and a close one, you know, just makes it feel that much better. All right, coach, we'll go ahead and let you go. That was a fun one to call last night here on 95.3. Had a blast doing it. I brought my wife to the game last night and, uh, she talked about how exactly what you just said, a small town, kind of like a movie feel to, playing under the lights there at Marshfield. It was a fun game, Coach, and uh, congratulations on the win. We'll catch up with you soon, okay? Thank you guys very much. All right, Corey Fickeisen, head football coach at South Central, a big win by the Trojans. But my wife pointed that out. She's from the Toledo area, went to Oregon Clay High School. Big high school there, of yes. course. But she, I brought her to Monroeville last night because I was uh, doing the game by myself, needed a little 
you know, little support system with me last night. Yeah, well, you needed somebody to go to the concessions. That too. She brought me a couple of uh, Gatorades last night. So, uh, but anyway, uh, she she pointed that out that uh, it was half about halfway through the game. My wife looked at me and she was like, "This is fun." I like this. It, it is. It, you know, it kind of reminds you that Kenny Chesney, uh, the boys of boys fall. of fall. Yeah, yeah, it does. All right, folks, we're up against it here. Uh, well, let's run through the scores real quick, and then we'll get on with our next segment. Uh, the game you called, Mark, uh, last night, Bellevue at Norwalk on K96, was all Bellevue 40-3 to in that one. We mentioned the 95-3 game, South Central over Monroeville, 28-21. Huron, a big win over Willard last night on uh, WLKR Classic 92-9, 66-35 the final in that one. Tiffin Columbian all over Sandusky last night, 41-6. Perkins, what a win by them, 24-13 over Clyde. Uh, Margareta got a uh, 30-0 victory over Tiffin Calvert. Also, uh, Edison, a nice win over Port Clinton, 13-7. Oak Harbor defeated Vermillion, 42-6. St. Paul, 35-20 winners at Plymouth last night. And we mentioned Western, Western Reserve beating Mapleton, 31-0. Uh, Seneca East over Buckeye Central, 33 to 15, and Crestview they stay unbeaten at 6 and 0, 31 to 6. Winners over Lucas in non-league play last night. So there you go. Uh, I think the the things that jump off the page at you: dominant performance by Bellevue last night. Also, how about uh, Perkins win over Clyde, and then Huron and Willard. Uh, Huron putting up 66 points last night. Yeah, well, Willard put 35 on. They on did. Huron, so you know you got to give them credit for that. But uh, they had not seen all of the talent that the Huron yes. Tigers have. You know, the Huron's a, a very good football team, obviously. And and the Perkins Pirates, you know, with them uh, defeating Clyde last night, that's the first week of the Lake Division. <laughs> now we're going to week two, and they're going to be over at Bellevue. And uh, we're fortunate that Randy and I are going to be calling that on K96 Friday night. Because that's going to have everything going for it with, you know, Coach Ed Nassani and and Santoro, you know, was a player for Ed. Then he was on Ed's coaching staff, and now he's got the Perkins Pirates. And, you know, he's got a youth movement over there at Perkins. Oh, yeah. They, they are just bought into that, uh, and and they're showing it. And, and the thing is, he's got a lot of sophomores playing for him right now, although... So do the Bellevue Redmen. They've That's right, they do. You know, so so it it should it should be one of those bang bang snot knockers. Yes, can't <laughs> wait for that, folks. Going to be on K ninety six coming up next Friday. Uh, Saint Paul Western going to be on uh, ni- uh, ninety five three here. That's another good one. And then on uh, ninety two nine next week is uh, Edison at Willard. So that's another good one. Yes, yeah, we should have some very good games on all three sister stations. All right, we'll take a break here, folks. And when we come back, it's time for the Sports Roundtable. We'll also uh, have our Domino's Trivia question coming up, and we're going to check in with Cammie. She's going to be live. Uh, she's live over at the Tango's Trot Dog Walk, supporting the Maxton Soviet Foundation, getting a service dog for a military veteran suffering from PTSD. So we'll talk to her in just a few. You're in the Locker Room Show. We're with you till 10. We knew right away that Miss Tuttle was having a heart attack, and so we mobilized the lab immediately, even before she got here. I can't thank Fisher Titus enough for giving me a second chance and letting me be with my family. I can assure you that when you come to Fisher Titus, if you're having a heart attack, you will be in extremely good hands. 
The Fisher Titus Heart and Vascular Team is dedicated to providing highly experienced cardiovascular knowledge, expertise, and care. To schedule an appointment, visit fishertitus.org forward slash heart for more information. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course, the student-athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. Simple and free, if only everything in life were this easy. Well, at Firelands Federal Credit Union, your banking can be simple and free with their Simply Free checking account. No minimum balance, no monthly service charge, free debit card, free online banking, free bill pay, and free mobile banking with mobile deposit. It's Simply Free Checking from Firelands Federal Credit Union. Visit firelandsfcu.org for more details. Firelands Federal Credit Union, why just bank when you can belong? Are you struggling to pay your mortgage, utility bills, or property taxes because you've been financially impacted by the pandemic? The Ohio Housing Finance Agency's Save the Dream Ohio program may be able to help. Save the Dream Ohio helps eligible Ohio homeowners financially impacted by the pandemic pay their mortgage, utility bills, or other housing-related costs. To learn more, visit savethedream.ohiohome.org. That's savethedream.ohiohome.org. Or call 888-404-4674. Sponsored by the Ohio Housing Finance Agency. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. 36-month leases, zero do it signing, 10K miles a year, plus tax, title registration, and doc fee. No security deposit ends 9-30-22. Ram Power Days is going on now at King Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Norwalk and Sandusky's highest volume local dealer and surrounding counties. Keep your cash in your pocket and just sign and drive any new Ram with absolutely zero do it signing. Just listen to these examples of our incredible deals. Sign and drive a new 2022 Ram Crew Cab, $3.99 a month, zero do it signing. Sign and drive a new 2022 Ram Quad Cab, $349 a month, zero do it signing. You heard right, just $349 a month for a Ram Quad Cab with absolutely zero do it signing. And if you're looking for the all new 2022 Jeep Compass, we've got them at Ken Ganley, your number one hometown country dealer. Ram Power Days, going on now at Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Take Turnpike, exit 118, 250 South to 226 Milan Avenue, Norwalk. Ken Ganley Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram.com. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. Welcome back here, folks. Locker Room Show, Sports Roundtable time. Josh Bowman and with you, Mark Lane, in studio with his own theme music. I don't even have my own theme song, Mark. You got one. Well, you know, I was sitting there thinking, do I do I have to call myself? <laughs> then I asked you if you remembered your number, and yeah, you, you said, weren't sure. Not, not without my smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're truly spanning uh, the, the globe here this morning on the, the uh, Locker Room Show Sports Roundtables. We're going to go to Berlin Heights right now. Our buddy Cammy 
Joining us from the Tango's Trot Dog Walk here live on the Locker Room Show. And, Cammy, what is going on there? Uh, well, uh, guys, there's so much stuff uh, here already. It, people are just starting to come in with their dogs. And so far, all the dogs are uh, nicely behaving and greeting each other as dogs do. <laughs> and everybody's getting uh, registered, picking up their registration. There are a ton of vendors. Uh, anything you can imagine uh, for your dog. Uh, if you are a dog lover and you didn't get a chance to get registered, still come out here to Memorial Park in Berlin Heights because there is so much to see and do uh, dog-related. Um, and, of course, there's going to be food here. Josh, the Kona ice truck is already set up. It's just waiting for you. I got my cup. I got my cup yeah. with me. <laughs> I wondered about that if you had uh, remembered it. But, uh, yeah, so the uh, vendors are set up. The food trucks are getting set up. And the walk is going to start here uh, in just a few minutes, about 10 a.m. And um, then, of course, it's just an afternoon of vendors, and it's all to raise money for a service dog who, is, uh, for a veteran who's battling with PTSD, and it's through the uh, Max Jin W. Soviet Foundation. So it's for a wonderful cause. Anyone can come out and enjoy themselves at the park today in Berlin Heights. It's right behind Edison Middle School for anybody who may not be familiar with which park I'm talking about. And uh, it's full of dogs and full of people, and we're getting underway here at Tango's Trot Dog Walk. So uh-huh. I'm thrilled to be surrounded uh, by all of these uh, great people and doggies. <laughs> so. Yeah, Cammy, you said uh, the dogs are behaving well. My dogs must not be there yet. So. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I mean, my dogs are a little bit like, you know, as they see a dog that's bigger than them, which they're dachshunds, so which is pretty much every dog, they're I, like, oh, well, we'll just go the other way. I, you know? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even yeah. bringing Vance down so, there because uh, but he's But, yeah, so far so good. Uh, everybody's here and uh, lots of great local sponsors. Uh, so, you know, thanks to all of them, and, uh, just, you know, it's going to be an afternoon of fun. So the Erie County, uh, the Humane Society of Erie County is here. We're going to have a dog canine uh, sports demo. The Sheriff's Department is here with their canine dog, so it should be a really great time. So, Yeah, and, you know, uh, Cammy, th- this is just another example of a, a community tragedy that has just turned full circle with the support of the community and the family, and and uh, Maxton, uh, he's not with us anymore, but he has to be smiling at all the great things that have happened for the whole community uh, and and the nation, as far as that goes, with the good things that have come out of his sacrifice. Yes, absolutely, and uh, it's so nice to see uh, people turn out, and they are expecting a crowd of at least about four hundred today. Uh, which is, I mean, more than half the village of Berlin Heights. <laughs> so, <laughs> right, uh, right. Yeah, so that alone uh, should show you uh, how much this entire area 
uh, has just come together for this community and for this family, and we're just really happy to be a part of it, you know? Well, we're so. we're we're uh, we're just all proud that, uh, yes. that things are like this are going on, and proud of what the uh, Soviet Foundation and Max has, of course, sacrificed for our country and everything. So, Cami, thanks for joining us there. I know you're busy. You got a live broadcast on K ninety six coming up, so uh, I'll see you over there a little bit later on. Okay. All right, sounds great, guys. Thanks for checking in with me. All right, Cami Moon there. Uh, not only program director at K96, K96 morning crew host. Uh, of course, I join her. I'm her little sidekick on, on the morning crew. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell you something to our listeners. I mean, be, between Cammy and Josh, uh, I, they, they're the glue that makes this run. I'm telling you, they, they both uh, go above and beyond. And, and that's just like on the K96 and the sports part of it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, we are in the sports round table here. So let's talk a few little bit of sports tidbits. How about the Browns game on Thursday night? What did you think of that one? I wasn't quite sure what to think for a while there. Uh, the impressive thing is that, uh, uh, Brissett is, is doing a, a very good job above and beyond what we really expected at the quarterback position. And of course, when you've got Chubb and Hunt and, uh, we're seeing more production, uh, you know, with, uh, Amari Cooper and uh, with our chief, our, our tight end and yeah. Juco and, uh, you know, just uh, offensively, our big question was the defense and the mental breakdowns that they had against the Jets and against the Panthers. But uh, they seem to have done a little better. The amazing thing is our two starting linebackers go down, and then Phillips comes in, and he goes like gangbusters in the fourth quarter. That's right. Yeah. Uh, and to me, any win over the Steelers is... oh. It's great. Yes. No matter how you do <laughs> no, it. No matter how you do it. Yeah, it's interesting because Pittsburgh just is not the same team. You know, Big Ben is gone and he's retired and everything. And uh, their team just not, you know, Pitts, you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers team that we're used to, right? Oh, yeah. We're, we're used to, what was it? Uh, he was like 20-some and three over his career against the Browns. Yeah. <laughs> but the Browns are picking up a win on Thursday. I will talk to Scott Petrak from the Chronicle-Telegram, Medina Gazette, brownzone.com, coming up in the next week probably and get his thoughts on uh, that Thursday night game and then get ready for a Sunday's game. Uh, who the Browns got next? Do we remember? Atlanta. Atlanta, okay. Is that road or home game? Uh, that's at Atlanta a week from Sunday. A week from Sunday. There you go. So I, I didn't look that far ahead yet. So there we go. Uh, we'll talk to Scott Petrak probably coming up next week on that. And we want to talk about the Ohio State Buckeyes, too. Uh, the Buckeyes, it's a blackout tonight. Everybody's supposed to wear black to the shoe. They're going to wear their black uniforms, uh, black everything, basically, uh, tonight. And uh, should be quite a scene at the horseshoe. Uh, and uh, they're opening up Big Ten play tonight with Wisconsin. Yeah, and Wisconsin, uh, they always, uh, you know, they've always got a quality football team. And I, I listened to some of the scuttlebutt from Wisconsin radio uh, uh, yesterday about, you know, the things that they needed to do to beat the Buckeyes. <laughs> and I, I'd say the main thing might be pray. <laughs> 
All right. That, that, there's Mark's keys to the game. Pray. All right. Always a good thing to pray, but pray for this. this pray for uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes uh, to not show up at that game, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, miss miss the walk from the dorms over to the stadium. Yes. How I know they were playing Toledo last week, uh, but how impressive is it to hang 70-some points on the board? I... I, I'll tell you what, you know, it it just uh, it almost isn't fair with them, you know, playing the Mac schools, uh, and I know they do it, and it's good money wise for yes. the schools, you yes. know. But uh, there just haven't been too many Mac schools that are be able to compete with a top five national yeah. team. You see. You know, the the difference, the separation between the two. Well, like, you know. I, I think, was it Akron or Kent State played Alabama? I mean, you know, they're... Kent, Kent State plays Georgia today. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, they're going up against the number one ranked team in, in the nation. I mean, uh, you know, in Kent State, you know, they, they've got a good program in they the They do. They do. But it's just... That level of separation between uh, the, uh, you know, just the talent and everything and... Uh, I, I support the Mac schools. I went to the oh. Bowling Green game a couple weeks ago and saw a, what a seven overtime game. I, I, I went to Miami of Ohio, so there you, you know, go. I, in fact, I watched their uh, Cincinnati game, and uh, I'll probably try to watch part of their uh, Northwestern game tonight. There you go, folks. Time for our Domino's trivia question here. Your chance to win a free Domino's pizza. Nothing better than Domino's, and nothing even better than a free Domino's pizza. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. So who wants to win a? Uh, I believe it's a medium one-topping uh, Domino's pizza here. Okay, folks, we're talking Guardians, of course, uh, with uh, what they have done uh, in the playoffs. When was the last time Cleveland made the playoffs? As they're on the verge of doing it here this season, when was the last time? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It wasn't a long time ago. Yes. <laughs> it was fairly recent. So yeah. uh, give us a call, folks. Uh, the numbers in Norwalk, 419-663-4953. Sandusky, 419-609-4953. Toll-free, 866-663-4953. The first caller at one of those numbers to tell us when was the last time uh, Cleveland baseball made the playoffs. When did they? So not getting any calls right now, so we'll just go ahead and end the show. And if you have an answer, give us a call uh, right after the show, and uh, we'll pick it up and uh, get you your prize. So... I want to thank everybody involved in the broadcast. Mark, thanks for hopping in here and uh, having some fun with us today. Oh, it's it's a great way to kick off a Saturday. I uh, want to thank Wes Sellers, Norwalk Boys uh, soccer coach. Also, Cammy uh, Cammy Moon for checking in from the uh, dog walk. Uh, South Central head football coach Corey Fickeisen, Ty Stevenson, Western Reserve football coach, and Cavs radio voice Tim Alcorn. And thanks to the sponsors that make this show possible, and thank you for listening. For Mark Lane, I'm Josh Bowman. God bless you. Have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here next week on The Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Brought to you by Schaefer Dan Huff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Norwalk and Huron Heating and Air, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Smiley Automotive, Bellevue Hospital, Baldev's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Domino's Pizza, and Westside Sunoco. On 95.3 WLKR, the sports voice of the Firelands. Here we go. Thanks for flying with us. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks now. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
Bye-bye. Bye-bye.